It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Sunday, July 16th, 2017. <clears throat> Good evening, everyone. This is Mr. WCWUS Chad Henshaw of the WCWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. As, of course, as we do each and every Sunday evening, we, of course, bring you our, of course, weekly lineup here for all of our shows here in the radio network here for the coming week. As well as, of course, we'll also be bringing you some uh, the rest of history here for today. As well as, of course, an update on the number of downloads from this past week, according to TalkShoot.com. Uh, just like to a brief update now from what we, were, what we were able to bring you, of course, on Power Hour, Power Hour yesterday. Uh, numbers may have improved a little bit, uh, may have improved a little bit since what we brought you on Power Hour yesterday, but uh, we'll go over those here as well and uh, see, uh, <clears throat> see, and see how we, and see how things went. Okie doke here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and uh, bring you, of course, first off, we will bring you our wrestling history for today here, uh, like I said, July the 16th. A couple of somber moments here and there, and a couple of interesting uh, key moments that happened here, of course, in wrestling lore, as we always talk about. Now, the human suplex machine, John Gross, will no doubt be bringing you uh, yesterday's and today's wrestling history tomorrow afternoon on WWS Raw Radio from 3 to 5, of course, 138744 pounds. But we, but he may be bringing a condensed version of what we uh, talk about here this evening. But that's quite all right. Uh, get get to hear it more than once here, of course, in the radio network each and every time. So, uh, of course, I said, fine job done by the human space machine, John Gross. Of course, we're bringing it to you on Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, as well as, of course, on all of our shows, uh, including Revolution and Wolfpack, each and every week. Let's go ahead and get right down to it here. On uh, <clears throat> for our wrestling history here for July the 16th. Uh, we start off with a somber moment here, ladies and gentlemen. 29 years ago today, which we put it at 1988, I do believe so. Yes, 1988, 
Frank Goodish, best known to wrestling fans as Bruiser Brody, is fatally stabbed in a shower stall in Bayamon, Puerto Rico. He was only 42 years old. Here's a history on Bruiser Brody. Born June 18, 1946 in Detroit, Michigan, Goodish was an all-state football and basketball player at Warren High School in Warren, Michigan. He played football at West Texas A&M and for the NFL's Washington Redskins before transitioning to wrestling. Though he's wrestled all over the world, his biggest successes came in Japan, where he won the NWA International Heavyweight Championship three times and was a PWF Tag Team Champion with Stan Hansen for All Japan Pro Wrestling. His brawling style made him a pioneer and sought-after competitor, winning the Wrestling Observer Newsletter's Best Brawler Award seven times in the 1980s, including five years in a row from 1980 to 1984. Now the Best Brawler Award is now named in his honor. His legitimately uncooperative demeanor also made him a potential poison to any locker room. One of the most notable examples was for NWA Florida in January 1986 when Brody shot on Lex Luger. It turned out that Brody had no ill will towards Luger nor referee Bill Alfonso. He had an issue with the promoter, and he used this match to embarrass him. On July 16, 1988, Goodish was stabbed twice in the stomach in a locker room confrontation with Jose Huetes Gonzalez, also known as Invader Number 1, in Bayamont, Puerto Rico, prior to a match with Dan Spivey. Tony Atlas and Dutch Mantel were among the first on the scene of the stabbing. With heavy traffic in Bayamont, emergency vehicles did not arrive on the scene until nearly an hour later. Compounding problems, Frank's large size, of course he was 6 foot 8 and 280 pounds, made it difficult to transport him to the ambulance. Tony Atlas had to carry him. Goodish died the next morning in a local hospital due to excessive blood loss. As we said, he was just 42 years old. Gonzalez, a part owner of the World Wrestling Council at the time, was initially charged with first-degree murder, but the charges later reduced to involuntary homicide. There was also some speculation that WWC principal owner Carlos Colon, of course the father of Carlito, may have had a hand in the murder. With virtually no witness testimony at the trial, Gonzalez was ultimately acquitted of all charges by majority vote. Puerto Rico law dictates a conviction of acquittal requires only a majority vote, not unanimous. Lending credence to their possibility of being a cover-up in the incident, Dutch Mantel infamously recalled he was mailed a summons to appear as a witness, but it was inexplicably not mailed to him until after the trial had ended. Tony Atlas, though he gave a statement to police, was never contacted as a witness. Goodish, at the time of his death, left behind a wife, Barbara Smith, and son, Jeffrey Dean. 27 years ago, today we put it at, uh, let's see, 1990, WWF taped the 27th edition of Saturday Night's Main Event from the Omaha Civic Center in Omaha, Nebraska. Airing on NBC 12 days later, the show is known for sending two main event bouts for SummerSlam. Hulk Hogan returned to the WWF after being injured at the hands of Earthquake, and the announcement of a steel cage match for the WWF title due the inconclusive finish that opened the show's opening match. And here are the matches that did take place at that uh, <clears throat> Saturday night's main event. The Ultimate Warrior defeated Rick Rude by DQ to retain the WWF title. Demolition, Smash, and Crush de- defeated The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, to retain the WWF tag team titles. Mr. Perfect defeated Tito Santana to retain the Intercontinental title. 
and the Texas tornado defeated Buddy Rose. 22 years ago today, we put it in 1995, WCW presented Bash at the Beach from Huntington Beach, California. This event actually took place on a beach, like a real beach, of course. They set up a ring there and everything. Fans and beachgoers could stop right on by and watch the event for free, meaning WCW got exactly $0 in gate receipts for this event, something WCW would repeat in each of the next four summers with Hogwild, of course, had to, of course later renamed Road Wild. Though WCW claimed over 100,000 fans were there, actual attendance is only about 9,500, with 170,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Of, se- of note, some of the footage for the show would be used for a February 1996 episode of Baywatch, appropriately titled Bash at the Beach. The show also, also featured the WCW debut of Paul White. White was a planted fan that threw an oversized shirt at Hogan. White was briefly referred to as the son of Andre the Giant before that was dropped, presumably when WCW found out Andre didn't have a biological son. In a WC- and here's a match that took place. In one of two WCW main event pre-show matches, Johnny B. Bad defeated Chris Canyon. The other match pitted Ro- had Road Warrior Hawk defeat Mark Starr. Here are the matches for the main- for the pay-per-view. Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck defeated Marcus Bagwell and, Ale- and Alex Wright. Sting defeated Ming to retain the United States title. The Renegade defeated Paul Orndorff to retain the World TV title. Kamala defeated Jim Duggan. DDP defeated Dave Sullivan. Harlem Heat, Booker T, Stevie Ray defeated the Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags, and the Blue Bloods, Lord Stephen Regal and Earl Robert Eaton, in a triangle match to retain the WCW World Tag Team titles. Randy Savage defeated Ric Flair in a lifeguard lumberjack match, serving as, lumber, lumberjacks, serving as the lumberjacks was extras for Baywatch. And Hulk Hogan defeated Vader in a steel cage match to retain the WCW World Heavyweight title. An interesting side note, this was, first, this was the first time WCW used the escape the cage rule for a steel cage bout in their company's history, as all their steel cage matches in the past were contested by pinfall or submission. The reason for the rule change, Vader would not do a pinfall or submission job for Hogan after Hogan said he wouldn't do the same for Vader when the feud began. This will be the final WCW pay-per-view appearance for Vader. A few days later before Fall Brawl, Vader got into a fight with Paul Orndorff, and he was fired as a result. 17 years ago today, put it at 2000, ECW presented Heat Wave 2000 from the Grand Olympic Auditorium in Los Angeles. The event is noted for a confrontation between ECW wrestlers and a few wrestlers from Los Angeles-based Extreme Pro Wrestling, who actually bought ringside tickets for the event. The confrontation began when XPW valet Christy Mist grabbed Francine. It quickly escalated as the ECW locker room emptied. Security removed the XPW town from the building, but the issue did not subside. The brawl continued after the show, with XPW talent taking a major beating before escaping in their limo. There was speculation that, that it was nothing more than a work, but witnesses at the scene said that it was very much a shoot. And here are the matches that took place at this event. Sal E. Graziano defeated Balls Mahoney. Kid Cash, Danny Doring, and Amish Roadkill defeated Simon Diamond, C.W. Anderson, and Swinger. Jerry Lynn defeated Steve Carino. 
Chris Chetty and Supernova defeated the Baldies, Tony DeVito and Angel. Yoshihiro Tajiri defeated Monkey Whipwreck, Little Guido, and Psychosis in a four-way dance. Rhino defeated the Sandman to retain the ECW World TV title. RVD defeated Scotty Anton, and Jesse Credible defeated Tommy Dreamer in a Stairway to Hell ladder match to retain the ECW World Heavyweight title. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, is a very somber, another somber moment here to happen on this day. 16 years ago today, put it at 2001, Terry Ray Gordy Sr. died of a heart attack caused by a blood clot. He was just 40 years old. Born April 23, 1961 in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Gordy started wrestling as 10 Terry Mecca for the International Wrestling Association at just age 14. In 1979, he began wrestling under his real name, along with Michael Hayes and later Buddy Roberts, Gordy formed the Fabulous Freebirds. They would have a long-standing feud with the Von Erich family at WCCW. In 1986, Gordy won the Universal Wrestling Federation heavyweight title. He held it for six months before having to vacate it due to injury at the hands of Dr. Death, Steve Williams. The Freebirds reformed in 1989 for Jim Crockett Promotions, later WCW, but broke up again when Gordy left for All Japan Wrestling. He teamed with Steve Williams to form the Miracle Violence Connection. The duo would win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Tag Titles five times from 1990 to 1993. Single success also found Gordy as he won the All Japan Triple Crown Championship twice. Neither one run lasted long. His first lasted all but three days. His second ended in the hospital less than a month later. The connection also unified the WCW and NWA World Tag Team titles in 1992. New Japan Pro Wrestling tried to get the connection versus Steiner Brothers feud going, but it never came to pass. Their loyalty to All Japan led, led to both Gordy and Williams leaving WCW. Tragedy befell Gordy the next year. While traveling to Japan, Gordy overdosed on pain medication and slipped into a coma. He eventually recovered, but suffered permanent brain damage. In 1996, Gordy had brief runs in ECW and in the WWF. His most notable ECW bout came against Bam Bam Bigelow in the Battle of the Bam Bams. Bigelow won with help from the Eliminators. He had a two-month run in the WWF as the masked executioner. He caused Undertaker to bury the live match against Mankind at In Your House 11 Buried Alive. The Undertaker got his revenge on the Executioner in an Armageddon Rules match at In Your House 12, It's Time. Gordy left the WWF shortly, shortly thereafter. Gordy found, was found in his home in Saudi Daisy, uh, Tennessee. At the time of his death, he was survived by a son, two daughters, and one nephew, and one niece. His son, Terry Jr., wrestled for WWE as Jesse, and later slammed Master J before retiring in 2010. His nephew, Richard Slinger, wrestled for All Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah before retiring in 2005. Fifteen years ago today, we put it in 2002, at a SmackDown taping in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, Stephanie McMahon returns to WWE programming after a three-and-a-half-month absence as the new SmackDown general manager. The announcement comes just a day after Eric Bischoff debuts at the same post for Raw. Stephanie was last seen on WWE programming on the March 25th episode of Raw when she was defeated by Triple H in a then-WWF Championship Triple Threat match that included Chris Jericho. The loss banished her from the company. Stephanie's tenure as general manager doesn't last nearly as long as Eric's, lasting just under 15 months before she's asked to buy her father in an I Quit match at No Mercy in October of 2003. And here's a little bit of video, ladies and gentlemen, on, on 
Stephanie McMahon becoming the new GM of SmackDown. Oh, 
Gentlemen, there you have it right there. Fifteen years ago today, Stephanie McMahon was announced as the general manager of SmackDown. But, of course, like as we said, it did not last very long. Um, uh, one of the things that did happen during the time was when uh, she signed uh, Zach Gowan, uh, the one-legged wrestler. Yes, so uh, 
she had a lot of great moments as GM, but uh, like I said, it was kind of short-lived. I do believe later on she was taken, she was replaced by Paul Heyman, I think, later on. Eleven years ago today, put it in 2006, TNA presented Victory Road from the Impact Zone at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. And there are some of the matches that took place at this event here. In a pre-show dark match, Johnny Devine defeated Shark Boy. The Naturals, Chase Stevens and Andy Douglas, defeated the Diamonds in the Rough, Elix Skipper and David Young. Excuse me, Monty Brown fought Rhino to a no contest. The LAX, Homicide and Hernandez, defeated Sanjay Dutt and Ron Killings. Sinchi defeated Kazarian to retain the X Division title. Raven defeated Larry Zabisco in a hair versus hair match. Chris Saban and Jay Lethal defeated the Paparazzi, Kevin Nash and Alex Shelley. The James Gang, BG and Kip, and Abyss with James Mitchell defeated Team 3D, Brother Ray, Brother Devon, and Brother Runt. Sorelda, AJ Styles, and Christopher Daniels defeated Gail Kim and America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris and James Storm, in a mixed tag team match to retain the NWA World Tag Team titles. Sting defeated Scott Steiner, Samoa Joe, and Christian, and Christian Cage in a Road to Victory match to earn a TNA World Heavyweight Championship match at Hard Justice. Speaking of TNA, of course, four years ago, put it at 2013, Lisa Marie Verone is released from TNA. In her four years with the company, she won the Knockouts Championship five times and the Knockouts Tag Titles once. In interviews following her release, Verone said she was on the verge of leaving the company prior to her release and she has no intention of going back. She also said while her value, she, her, she valued her time in TNA, it made her appreciate WWE a lot, her, end quote. Barone had a decade-long stint in WWE as Victoria before leaving in 2009. Barone opened a restaurant in Chicago just before her release, but in February 2015, she moved back to Southern California, where she resides today. <clears throat> We have a, and we have uh, we have one birthday here, ladies and gentlemen. Today's a happy 41st birthday to Franklin Roberto Lashley, but best known to wrestling and MMA fans as Bobby Lashley. Most famous for his time in WWE, where he won the ECW World Title twice and the United States Championship. These days, these days he's making his bones in TNA, where he had, he's had four runs as their world champion and was briefly a triple champion, holding the world. X Division and King of the Mountain Championships last year. He's a, he's a successful amateur wrestler as well. He's a two-time NAIA National Wrestling Champion and a four-time NAIA All-American. He had plans to compete in the 2004 Olympics, but he suffered a knee injury when a robbery broke out at a bank that he was in. Lashley is also pretty also a pretty successful MMA fighter. Currently signed the Bellator MMA. Lashley has a career record, career MMA record of 15 and two. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. There, um, <clears throat> there you have it right there. Of course, uh, the history here for uh, today here, um, July the 16th. Uh, while we have it here, ladies and gentlemen, there's a couple of uh, uh, a couple of um, couple of things that I wanted to. I wanted to uh, bring up here as well that we have also have on this page right here that was reported. First off, one that was reported uh, yesterday. 
uh, yesterday afternoon here. Uh, <clears throat> talking about the, of course, the, of course, you know, with the May Young uh, classic, of course, the best female superstar from all around the world. Uh, great, great lineup of superstars they've had here. Uh, some, some, some super, some uh, competitors you may know, some you may not, from all around the world here. Uh, apparently, there was a moment between the four horsewomen of both WWE and MMA. There was a moment that took place there during the May, May Young Classic, and let me let's, let me go ahead and read this. Here, this has been quite interesting. You knew Ronda Rousey was in the house at the May Young Classic, and she was there to watch her girl Shayna Baszler compete in the tournament. During said competition, Ronda and the rest of her crew, including Marina Schaffer and Jessamine Duke, who collectively started calling themselves the Four Horsemen years Horsewomen years ago, had themselves a little moment with Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Bailey three of the four members of the WWE version of the Four Horsewomen. Sasha Banks was in Australia doing promotional work, so she could not be there. The video, this, this is a video right here for it, ladies and gentlemen. It will make you nauseous, but this is quite this is quite the moment here. Let's play this video. I'll, we got, you can see what all is said here. And uh, and this came from uh, uh, Twitter um, from at Michaela Mortimer. SummerSlam or West WrestleMania or anywhere. Hashtag Four Horse Women versus Four Horse Women. Rousey, of course, is a big star, but Basil looks like she could have she could have a legitimate future in pro wrestling. Putting them all here at once without undoubtedly lead to speculation that we may see something between the two sides in the future. Um, I'm going to post this story on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, ladies and gentlemen. I would love to get your thoughts and opinions here about this uh, about this story here. Uh, this is quite something that that has taken place here, very unique here indeed. Uh, of course, of course, like I said, with Sasha, if Sasha Banks was there, I'm sure this is, would have been a, this would have been a huge moment here. Uh, uh, <clears throat> So definitely, like I said, this is a very, very unique thing uh, here taking place here at this at the May Young at the May at the May Young Classic here. Of course, could we see something between the Four Horsewomen of of WWE, which is Charlotte, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Becky, and Sasha Banks, and the Four Horsewomen of the of, of the MMA? Which includes uh, Shauna Baszler and, of course, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey and the I forgot the other two names I mentioned, but but you got it. Like I said, you got to think about it here, folks. Uh, it's a very unique, very unique situation here. Um, But uh, I want to. Uh, we got to hear your thoughts here about. Of course, this was reported from uh, on on the Friday edition of Revolution by our own Iceman JD Jerry Uh 
but I've got to emphasize this. This story came out this afternoon. Uh, was on the same page. We did mention here before that the show called Talking Smack, which would always come on, I think, after SmackDown Live each and every week, was canceled. But, of course, it was now limited to just SmackDown pay-per-view events. Well, apparently the story is coming out here today that Talking Smack was canceled by Vince McMahon himself, who was, quote, unhappy with the show. And let's go ahead and read This is a small story right here, but I'll go ahead and read this right fast. It hurt that WWE canceled Talking Smack, and it really hurt those who weren't even informed about it until news broke and made it, and it made the rounds on social media. But it was because of low viewership, as indicated by the company's statement, it's understandable. According to report, to a new report by from SI.com Sports Illustrated, that's not why it was canned. It wasn't low viewership. It was perhaps, not surprisingly, Vince McMahon. SI notes that McMahon was at television this past week and was unhappy with the show and strongly believed it did not serve the company's best interest. The fact that it was unscripted was also an issue. Where she had to report indicates the show, which was canceled as a weekly program, but will still air after pay-per-views for the time being, will eventually go away altogether. This is, in fact, a real bummer. So they're uh, kind of unique there here, folks, who are, who are uh, you know, here and here and here it is, I said, take place. Um, indeed. So we're just going to have to definitely see what happens here here in the long run and see how see if Talking Smack can possibly regain a little bit of that uh, of that uh, of that glow that it did have beforehand. I mean, I personally saw a little bit of it, and I personally thought it was pretty good. But apparently, like I said, if the big if the big boss if Big Boss Man, not no, sadly, not the late Ray Trailer. I'm talking about the. Uh, I'm talking about the, of course, uh, um, Vince McMahon himself. Now, if he says he doesn't like it and all that, you know what happens there. Yes, indeed. So, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens there in the long run here, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> But anyway, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, our lineup here for all of our shows here in the radio network here for this week. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it will be a one heck of a lineup here, I want to say this. First off, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, of course, start off with our Monday afternoon tradition. Of course, tomorrow from 3 to 5, of course, it is WWS Raw Radio. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and a plethora of guests will, of course, we bring you, of course, the latest wrestling news and views. Of course, John, like I said, will bring you the wrestling history and birthdays from, of course, not just for tomorrow, but also for this past weekend as well. But it might be a condensed version of what I brought you here on Power Hour and the promo Power Hour yesterday and the promos here tonight. But still, like I said, uh, he he does he does you know interpreted all the uh, uh, history and birthdays quite well in fact. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the talk will be starting about WWE Battleground with the SmackDown's contribution to the WWE pay-per-view scene. Uh, they'll be talking about some of the matches that will take place here. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, they'll be doing, of course, I'm sure some special things, including a few, sure, I'm sure some fantasy matchups and trivia. A few little things here and there will pop up here. There'll be a lot of talk about different things. And also, of course, the, of course our main topic of choice 
Tank Topic obviously will be, of course, talking about tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw show. Uh, we'll be, of course, no doubt, giving our thoughts and opinions on the ratings for the entire show, as well as what we believe the main event is going to be for Monday Night for Monday Night Raw tomorrow as well. So be sure to join Key and WO, the Iceman, <clears throat> and the Human Simplex Machine, along with a plethora of guests uh, tomorrow afternoon from 3 to 5, right here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, call ID 138-744-POUND. Definitely, definitely uh, uh, check it out. It will be, like I said, a... It definitely will be, like I said, a, a great show here indeed. Let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and bring you, of course, our lineup here for, of course, Tuesday night. First off, we, we will start off with WWS Wrestling Revisited, of course, call ID 139926. Of course, King Ice, of course, King NWO and the Iceman will be hopping back into the WWS time machine as they look at another moment here in uh, wrestling history, of course, as we always say, it could be a match, could be a whole entire pay-per-view. Uh, they could look at a wrestler themselves. Who knows what they'll be doing? But all in all, like I said, it will be, like I said, a terrific show. So join them for Wrestling Revisited uh, tomorrow night from 7 to 8 right here on TalkShoe.com. Call ID 139-926-POUND. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on the air with WWS Revolution, of course, the Mothership Broadcast. As we, of course, we will be talking about the results of tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw, as well as, of course, wrestling news and views, courtesy of King Ice. The human suplex machine will be on to bring you, bring you to wrestling history and birthdays for Tuesday night. <clears throat> Our live video feed, of course, those that our live video feed will be taking place. Uh, we tried this the week before, uh, but unfortunately we had some uh, technical difficulties and so we finally got them straight now. Then the live video has been working since then. So the live video feed this time around will be coming from True Pioneers of Wrestling, where it's one of our groups in the WWS stable of groups. So definitely check us out there Tuesday night from 9 to 11, 138 pounds. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we return to our Triple Threat Wednesday format. As, as once again, WWS Outside the Ropes returns home to its 6.30 to 7.30 time slot as myself and the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, will be bringing you the latest uh, news, of course, around the world of pop culture, of course, movies, music, sports, politics. Uh, of course, I'll be bringing some stories courtesy of Full Love and Mania, as well as JD will be bringing you some stories from outside, from outside that, from also from other sources. And, of course, once again, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, bring, we'll, we'll be bringing JD in, as, of course, we'll be warming up that we... Warming up that hot seat there as we bring you, of course, another hot seat movie trivia challenge. <clears throat> and, of course, we'll all be bringing this here to you at from 6.30 to 7.30, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. Call ID <clears throat> 141-387-POUND. Be sure to join us for Outside the Ropes. From 8 to 9, Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, join the NWO Madness Kingdom. <clears throat> of course, King NWO, the Iceman, and, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as, along with a plethora of guests as well. As they, of course, join you, bring you WWS Wrestling Debate, as they debate about a, a big time topic here in pro wrestling. Of course, no doubt talking about uh, Battleground coming up. Of course, talking about Raw, talking about SmackDown. Uh, there'll be a bunch of other events uh, they'll be bringing up here as well. Uh, big time discussions and debates will take place. Uh, <clears throat> Those are wrestling debate will be from 8 to 9 this Wednesday night, right here on TalkShoot.com. Call ID 139925. 
Next up, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back for WWS Revolution, the Wednesday version. Of course, we'll be talking about the results of SmackDown Live from this past from, from this coming Tuesday. In addition to, of course, our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Also, our live video feed will be from the our, our tribute group, of course, XWFUS. And, of course, some wrestling extras will be coming your way here as well. So join myself and the panel way too tough to handle this Wednesday night from 9 to 11. Once again, for the Mothership Broadcast Revolution, 138055-pound. <clears throat> next, next up here, of course, next, this Thursday, of course, will be Double Notice Part 2. As once again, we will be bringing an episode of Top Hill, Inc. Of course, the NWO of Madness Kingdom, of course, once again, will be bringing into the spotlight, of course, I'm sure with a plus for guests as well, as they talk about a upcoming, of course, I'm sure some more news on Battleground, as well as, of course, some other uh, updates here popping up here from, from around the wrestling news scene. So join them for as they heal up some big-time wrestling discussion on Top Hill, Inc. this Thursday night from 7 to 8, of course, call, on TalkShoe. Call ID 140562-POUND. <clears throat> Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, will be the second installment, NWO Wolfpack, where, of course, myself and the panel way too tough to handle. We'll, of course, as always, bring you uh, bring you uh, a wrestling news and views, of course, from King Ice. The Human Suplex Machine provides the, human, the history and birthdays here for this coming Thursday night. Uh, some more big-time talk here. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll have at least J.D. and John bring us there. Predictions here for Battleground this Sunday. <clears throat> this coming next Sunday as well. Excuse me there, ladies and gentlemen. Just had a little fly flying around there. Just had to get, knock that off. Um, <clears throat> but of course, like I said, they'll be bringing their predictions and possibly bets for uh, Battleground this Sunday. This, well, next Sunday. And also, of course, uh, some wrestling extras are coming away as well. Of course, in the form of some wrestling trivia. Uh, you never know what we'll have in store, but we'll definitely have something here uh, good taking place here. This Thursday night from 9 to 11, of course, call ID 138521-POUND. It'll be episode, I believe, number 108 of the NWO Wolfpack. Be sure to join us right here on TalkShoe.com. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, will be, of course, the Friday edition of WSWS Revolution. As once again, we bring you the rest of the news reviews and history and birthdays. <clears throat> As well as, of course, more talk and discussion about battleground and other wrestling, other wrestling items. Uh, of course, what we think about might take place at SummerSlam. About be some more discussion on that. Also, of course, uh, uh, um, also some wrestling extras will be coming your way. Uh, oh yes, uh, of course. Uh, this Friday's live video will be coming from the home of, Rev- of WWS Revolution, the WWS Revolution Radio Facebook page. Uh, so be sure to join us for that as well. One three eight zero five five pound, of course. This Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night, right here on TalkShoot.com. Before I go into Saturday, I forgot to mention for NWO Wolfpack, the live video feed will take place from the, the our tribute group to ECW, ECW US. <clears throat> Let me see. This is Extreme. I believe that is what we that is what we call it here. Make sure that I have that. Uh, yes, it is. ECWUS, this is extreme. So uh, be sure to join us, like I said, for the live video people will pack on that group Thursday night. So my apologies. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we move forward and we go on to, of course, our uh, review sh- radio network review show, which is, of course, WWS Power Hour. Join myself and, of course, either it'd be uh, the Iceman or King NWO or both. 
as we, of course, we go through all of our shows here at the radio network here this, from this past week. We'll also be bringing you, of course, our wrestling history for this coming Saturday. <clears throat> and also, of course, uh, we'll be bringing you, also, of course, we'll be bringing you the number of downloads from this from this past from this week here, according to TalkShoe.com. So be sure to join us for Power Hour this Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. Of course, call ID <clears throat> 141-364-POUND, and uh, be sure to listen in on that as well. Also, I'm not sure if we'll do anything in particular Saturday night or not, or in the form of Attitude Radio or, any, or anything, but we'll keep you informed on that as, as of course, uh, uh, the week, the week uh, rolls on. Now, like I've said, this coming Saturday, this coming uh, next Sunday, of course, will be WWE Battleground, and of course, we will definitely bring you a uh, our, our prediction show here, of course, this Sunday, the next Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. Uh, we have not decided on where the, the live video feed will be for Battleground, but for the Battleground prediction show, but we'll let you know here uh, uh, later on here towards the end of the week. Uh, but well, of course, we'll be running down through all the matches here of WWE Battleground and naming our and naming our. Uh, Making our predictions as to who will win each match that is listed for Battleground. And of course, um, any bets and any bets that anyone wishes to make will definitely be making those here as well. So join us, like I said, for our prediction show for WWE Battleground 2017 this next Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, <clears throat> of course, it will be a special edition of, of course, the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution. Which would be one three eight zero five five pound. So ladies and gentlemen, there you have it right there. And uh, like I said, we'll keep you updated here about like I said, we'll be doing anything on Saturday night before Battleground, and where the live video feed will be for the Battleground Prediction Show. We'll keep you informed about that during the end of the week. In the meantime, here, ladies and gentlemen, let's go on ahead. And like I said, as, as we do every Sunday, of course, we want to want to give you a a final tally of the of the uh, <clears throat> of the uh, download numbers that we have for each of our shows that we did here this week, um, so that way this past week and all that, just to, that way you can weigh in on your thoughts and opinions about how we did here this past week here in the radio network. Let's start off with outside the ropes. Of course, we did that show uh, yesterday, of course, and we managed to get in one download for outside the ropes, which was which was great right there. Uh, so one is better than nothing here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go ahead and check on Power Hour and see how Power Hour did. Uh, it already had had four downloads while we were doing the show yesterday. Let's see if we got any other final numbers. Uh, no, it managed to stay with four, so that was a very impressive number for Power Hour this past week here. And these numbers were updated earlier this earlier this afternoon uh, around uh, two around 2:45 p.m. Eastern. Let's see how Top Heel Inc. did for the week here, of course. Uh, this, night, this episode number 19 was hosted by King NWO and myself. Uh, let's see how we did. We managed to get two downloads in for Top Heel Inc. Great numbers there indeed for, of course, one of our, one of our shows hosted by our own King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. Let's see. Let's see how Wrestling Revisited here did for this week. Wrestling Revisited did also end did also end the week with four downloads, which was very very impressive there, ladies and gentlemen. Wrestling Revisited one of those one of our main shows there that are is, is moving up in popularity as well. 
So definitely continue to listen in on that as well. Of course, listen to the past past episodes of that as as well. We still have to get your out your in, your your input on all of our shows here that we've done here for the past two years. I mean, over 1,100 episodes strong and over 1,500 hours of wrestling talk strong, according to iTunes. So uh, we'd love to get your take on all this, folks. So wrestling debate also received a very very genuine number here in the form of four downloads as well. So very good indeed. Very good indeed. Uh, Let's see how... Let's see how, of course, JD did. JD and the gang did with Raw Radio. <clears throat> of course, just a, a week after hitting that century mark. Uh, let's see how they did with episode number 101 this past week. Raw Radio got a very impressive number here, folks, as Raw Radio got in seven downloads for the week. Very, very impressive here indeed for Gerard, JD, John, and the rest of the gang there. Of course, that's why, like I said, the, the Monday afternoon tradition is continuing to go strong indeed, indeed. Let's check on NWO Wolfpack here, the second installment, see how it did this week. Uh, NWO Wolfpack ended up with three downloads here, ladies and gentlemen. Very good, very, very good indeed. Uh, Numbers are continuing to improve for the Wolfpack here as well. See, okay, let's go ahead and see how, of course, the Mothership Broadcast did here. Revolution had a very impressive number here yesterday. Uh, let's see if it moved up any further. Yes, sir, we ended up with another double digit here. We're moving back up here a little bit. Of course, like we said, we, the Alabama Friday's episode was factored in here yet. This past Friday's episode was factored in when we did Power Hour yesterday. But apparently now all of it has been factored in, and we end up getting... 10 downloads for Revolution here this week. And, of course, that could be the episodes we did do this week or it could be episodes done on other occasions as well. So uh, the numbers are, are, are big time here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, for, for of course, like I said, the mothership as well. So very good indeed, of course. Very good wrestling uh, discussions and talks here. Big time here, of course. And, of course, let's see how the promotions... Uh, last week's uh, numbers did there because a lot of people have actually, as I mentioned many, many times, folks, a lot of folks, a lot of people have listened to some of our promotions and actually found them quite entertaining. Of course, even though, even though I'm the only one that, that doesn't, but a lot of folks have said that they love listening to our promotions here as well. And we did end the week with uh, three downloads. Uh, so, so the, all, all in all, ladies and gentlemen, the numbers are very, very good. I mean, uh, you know, our, our like I said, uh, <clears throat> Revolution with 10 downloads, Wolfpack with 3, Raw Radio with 7. Um, uh, Wrestling Revisited and Debate with with uh, 4 each. Uh, well, Power Hour as well with 4 each. Uh, now, some of our others, not as big, but still, like I said, with all of our, all of our shows, does a fantastic job. And, of course, we hope to get uh, we hope to get some of our others that haven't been on here in a while, of course. Uh, yeah, we've had some good increases, of course, for our four episodes we've done so far, Wrestling Profile. Uh, of course, we hope to get Women's Revolution and, of course, formerly known as TNA Main Event. Now it's known as GFW Main Event, 
we hope to get this show off the ground here, folks. These shows off the ground here again here really, really soon. Uh, as King and W.O. and the Black Widow will both be, of course, be hosting both shows <clears throat> here, starting up here really, really soon. As soon as we get an update on when they're going to start doing these shows again here, folks, we will definitely hear it let you know. But all in all, like I said, some very impressive numbers here uh, for this past week here in the WWS Radio Network. And I am and I'm extremely thankful to, of course, T.N.W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Iceman, Jerry D. Geralmo, the human surprise machine, John Gross, and, of course, making her, making her return this past uh, Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, of course, I also have to thank other folks who have popped on here and come on and talked. Um, including, I'm sure, on Raw Radio, of course, Ponzi, um, and several other folks have popped on here and talked to us as well. We are very, very thankful to them for their contributions to uh, to, to their, their thoughts and opinions here to our shows here. Also, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, coming on our live video feed during Revolution and Wolfpack. We do thank her for popping on there as well. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I do thank you very much for listening here tonight to our promotion. Promotions here, of course, be sure to catch all of our shows here this week. Of course, Raw Radio, Wrestling Revisited, Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, Top Hill Inc., Power Hour, and of course, of course, you cannot forget our two main shows, WWS Revolution and <clears throat> NWO Wolfpack. That definitely, uh, like I said, take a listen to all of our shows here this week. You will not be disappointed. Go back and listen to some of our past episodes. Of course, still, we are still working on getting the WWS Radio Archives up to date here as best as we possibly can. Um, be sure to listen to all the episodes that we do have posted on there as well. There are some great moments there. Um, of course, like I said this, this, this like, I said, like I said, this proves right here. Like I said, we have all of our folks here work very, very hard to make sure, like I said, we bring you the best in wrestling talk from a wrestling fan's point of view, if you really think about it, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we're, we all simply come, to, like, come together and just simply talk Talk chew the fat on wrestling, as they always say. So be sure to listen in on everything that we have to talk about here. And who knows, like I said, you might find out something that you did not even know. And, of course, there's a lot of things that we talk about that I, even I don't even know, even know sometimes. So we are very, very thankful. We're, I'm very, very thankful for this for this crew, the crew, this crew of folks here who dedicate their time to uh, bring you the best in wrestling talk each and every week here in the radio network. This has been a promotion of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, I am Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw. Um, while we're two years older and continuing to be bolder, the radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. We will join you, of course, tomorrow with Raw Radio and all our other shows here this week in the radio network. <clears throat> Take care of yourselves and each other. See you in the ring. And as always, in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone, and good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.